You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Please give us a like so it spreads around the word of the most triggered snowflake millennial. You'll ever know. This is Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. <laughs> not the name of the show. I am not a triggered snowflake. I fight back against these things as the People's Tribune and an internet maven. You realize that by fighting back against all of these things, it makes you just seem triggered and like a snowflake, right? Oh, really? So Maximus was a triggered snowflake by fighting back as a gladiator against his opponents? I don't think so. You, nah, he didn't have the internet. Yeah, you, you go to Twitter and then get mad when people disagree with you. I don't get mad. Uh, I, I don't. You sound mad. Right, you sound mad right now. No, what people have to understand is if they have less followers than Tim on Twitter, their opinions obviously don't matter. That's <laughs> always that's always trying to say. Well, I would have said fewer because I would have said it correctly. But yeah, uh, listen, I I very rarely take that shot, and only when somebody's being very mean. When, when you say very rarely, it's like the number one thing people know of, besides cursing things. And lists. And lists. Making fun of people for the amount of followers that they have is like your go-to thing. It's the, only, it's it like, the only comeback you have. I may have done it like five times since I've been on Twitter. Oh, I think we should History get the crack, we should get the Paul Shaughnessy crack research team on that. All, all, you need to do, all you need to do is type into, actually, I can probably just do it from my phone right now, so how many times do you think that you've done it, Tim? Five times, six times max. Oh, so now we're now we're up to six times. What, what do you think the... See, I, I don't even need to put in followers. I can just put in Laugh Riot, because he always calls them a <laughs> Laugh Riot. <laughs> and yeah, this one even from Paul just says he's obviously a Laugh Riot. So, um, let's see here. He actually defended me being put to a troll. Oh, that's, that's admirable. The amount of followers he has. Now, one, two, three, right away that just come up. Four. Your 17 followers must think you're a laugh riot. <laughs> I'm sure that person says something very mean. Seven, be- eight. Oh, we're already past the max. All right, so I'm just scrolling down past the third page, and I already have 13 instances of this happening, and that's only There's dating no back. No way that's, that And that's only dating back to last October. There's no way that I did that off. There's tangible evidence in Pat's hand. Well, if that's what he says, I can't see what he's got. Oh, you, yeah, you could never do the exact same thing he, he did, just He doesn't did. know how to do that. No, that's fair. And again, so don't mention right. how to do it, because it's really funny, because he doesn't know how to do it. I, I'm not allowed to give it back once I get it. I see. I just have to shrug my shoulders when somebody throws... It's, not that, you, it's not that you're not allowed to give it back. It's just that you should maybe vary your ways of getting it back. You're like the comedian who, regardless of what the burn is just is like ah oh, nice shirt buddy that sounds like something tim would say but he wouldn't say it as aggressively yeah that's true like, i don't really like that shirt but you ran that shirt past your 17 followers on twitter <laughs> you must be a laugh riot 
<laughs> okay, so the main reason that we're here today is to discuss this MSN article that came out. Wasn't aware they still put out articles. Neither did I. It was a slideshow. Yep. Um, so they ranked chain restaurants by, not based on their quality or how popular they are. It was based on, like, consumer branding. Like, how tied are people to these selected brands? And, like you know, strength of whatever. And then Tim took that the absolute wrong way and has been freaking out about it for the past four days. So I decided to let Tim, that although the context of the article that he got triggered about was not what the article was about to begin with, I decided to let Tim power rank his top 10 chain restaurants. So Tim, have you comprised a list? I have comprised a list and I actually got to 15. So because it's such an important topic, I'm going to 15. You said that like it was an accomplishment. <laughs> Well, it That's, was because I When someone asks you to do 10 and you say, I actually got to 15, no, no. That's, that's you couldn't decide on what your ninth and 10th were between seven choices. So you I just spent, decided because you're bad at making lists no, that you I would put it to 15. First, that is an absolute slander. Secondly, I spent a half hour this afternoon cutting it down to 15. Again, not an endorsement. I'm going to give the list anyway. And this is what the, the people demand content. I, I give it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go one by one, 10 through one. But you, you give, yeah, but you give us the five right off the hop. What's 15 through 11? Okay. Five Guys is 15. Red Lobster, 14. Oh. Taco Bell, 13. Dunkin' Donuts, 12. And because we have some Canadian viewers and American viewers, Panda Express slash Manchu Walk make it at 11. Is, Dunk is Dunkin' Donuts, does that cross over into Halifax? Is that big? No, but I have been to New England many times, and every time I go there, uh, it is the go-to coffee place for me. Uh, their donuts are excellent. Their coffee is quite good. They make this croissant chicken salad sandwich, which is absolutely amazing. So uh, they get top rate ratings from me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I put a coffee shop on the list to begin with. Yeah. There's another one. Well, uh... And the fact that Red Lobster made this list is just disgusting. Have you ever had their Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Those alone yeah, really recommend game. themselves on a top 15 list. Plus, you don't, have, you don't have a taste for seafood. Those of us... What do you mean I don't have a taste for seafood? I am actually aware that lobsters are the rats of the sea, and they're just bottom dwellers and fucking disgusting. And, and somewhere cool. where, you know, I have... I'm from somewhere where there's a lot of access... I was, was going to say... ...to lobster Tim, and the you ocean. live in a place where there's access to fresh seafood. And he wants to go to Red Lobster. Yes. Why? I mean, exactly. It would make it seem like you know the, nothing about seafood. They perfected seafood. the food model of getting the, the, the seafood to the people. That's why they yeah, get I to mean, branch out and have a chain restaurant, Pat. That's how economics works. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I, I Darian mean, has... I missed that part. ...has made my point for me. So, okay, so, I mean, you, you take... The way that I look at Red Lobster, it's... How can I say this without being too mean? Lobster is supposed to be like fancy, right? Yes. And expensive. So it's basically well, you're giving it is expensive. You're, well, well, it is expensive. You're, you're giving low rent lobster to poor people. That's what Red Lobster does. It's the Robin Hood of restaurants. It's, yeah, it's not Red Robin, Robin, surprisingly. <laughs> because um, God forbid we don't allow people who aren't in the three percent upper echelon who dwell in their various palaces near Casa Loma to have. Lobster. You're right. A common person shouldn't be allowed to ever taste or try that stuff in any way. No, Nonsense. You make a good point. Like, look, I I have this debate with my girlfriend all the time where 
like the keg? Like what is the keg? The keg is a middle ground between like buying steak at a diner and like really nice steak places. And that's the thing. That's ex that is exactly what it's it is. It's the middle ground. But to me, like, it's, I, I, it's grew fine. Up, I grew up like lower middle class. A meal at the keg was like a really big deal. And Red Lobster is not quite on that level. It's not even close I, to that level. It's yeah, well below it that is level. Well below that level. It's, it's the Kentucky it's, Fried Chicken of lobster. I would say it's more on like your, your like Montana's cracker, cracker barrel, barrel kind of level. Like that's basically where it is. But yeah, yeah it's it's not even the keg. Like it's no, still it's such a rung rung below that line. And I like look, yeah, the, their biscuits are fantastic. That's great. Sure, it's like um, it's a lot like Outback Steakhouse. It's, that would be its so equivalent, yeah. Which is like a, look, it's a notch below. I like, I like that tier of restaurants. I do. I've got nothing against Red Lobster necessarily. Sure, but the, the fact that you could say that they're the best because, oh, and Tim's, Tim, yeah. Tim's argument that, hey, it's not for elite people. Well, Tim, here's the thing. When you start paying a bunch of money for stuff and you're in the upper 3%, I'm not a part of the upper 3%. I'm not some rich person walking around, but I do understand that the more that you pay for things, generally speaking, the better quality you're going to get. And, and it's better. I would even say when I was in Halifax for your wedding, like I paid, I don't know, like 20 bucks for a lobster roll. I probably would have to pay like 15, 16 for that at Red Lobster anyway. So when you're really splitting hairs. Yeah, and you got it fresh right out of the ocean. Yeah, like I, I think I'd rather pay the $4. And I understand that, yeah, in Toronto, that's not well, a thing. Out here you can get a Mick Lobster, which is the same at McDonald's. And it's, it's every bit as good and it's cheaper than that. I like Mick Lobster. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't shock me. Again, you're basically saying that because rich people can afford Bentleys, Honda Civics are better. That's not what I'm saying. That, that's, that's, I'm that saying is the that, argument that you're making. But I'm also saying... Hey, I like this low-quality thing because everyone can be, have it. To be fair, That he, makes it better. This is chain this restaurants. This isn't he, fucking 1956 Soviet Union, Tim. But something... We all don't just get beat rations and be happy with it. Something has to be 12 on the list, and if we are just ranking... Fast food restaurants, like chain restaurants. Chain restaurants, excuse me. If we are just ranking chain restaurants, like you know, what are you left with? Maybe Red Lobster is one of the fifteen best. Well, chain you mentioned the keg. I'm not. I, listen, I like the keg. Keg's fine. It's not my number one go-to place. Better for than steak. Red Lobster. Way better yes, than Red Lobster. But I'm just saying, there's not a ton of what are the what is the upper echelon? What is before we get to his number one? Like, what would your number one chain restaurant actually be? Because hmm. are we going with like something that you find is comfort food, or something so that like you find is my, so, something that I that a higher I like class the best. of food? No, it's just what I would like the best. Okay, here's my rubric. I mean, I, I, I really do like Chick Fil A. It's really good, and I like McDonald's too. Yeah, but McDonald's like, is McDonald's, more, like McDonald's is like a convenience thing. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. That's and but it's like, open at all hours of the day. Yeah, hey, but too. like Burger King is also in a lot of places. It just sucks. Yeah, it didn't used to. It does now. But if you want a lot of something for cheap. And there are days when I will take a lot of something for well, under ten dollars. You know what? I'm going to change that. I prefer Wendy's to McDonald's. Wendy's is better than McDonald's, yeah. But I eat McDonald's more well, than I eat Wendy's. There are no Wendy's in the downtown Toronto core. That's true. There are two. Actually. Wendy's is such a great and popular fast food chain that it doesn't have a single location in the country's biggest city. Oh, it now, you listen it's got to the, two. Listen to the it, sentence it has two. Just... And again, yeah, it's I... not about popularity. It's of course po the idea that popularity doesn't bear on it is nonsense. Things that aren't it's popular. It's your list. It is my list. And my list is, is set up based on this criteria. Were I on death row and were given my final meal and told you have to pick from a chain restaurant, which I would anyway, but if you have to pick from a chain restaurant, where would you pick from? How and does then, popularity factor into that statement at all? 
well, the fact it's popular means it's something I'm going to like because people like it by definition is like a bull. Yeah, but your death row meal, would would it not be something you've already had? Therefore, the opinion of everyone, would that outweigh the opinion of yourself? No, not necessarily. You know, I'm not you, saying, you know what? Why don't you take your 5,000 Twitter followers and go fuck off? You sound like a laugh riot. Oh, That's no, is he at 5,000 really now? Yeah, he passed you. Crap. <laughs> so he's going to use that joke on you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's number 10? Number 10. Okay. Sparrow. Now, okay, I don't know if I need... Let me ask you this. So wait, you just hated on Wendy's for their lack of locations. I can think of two Sparrows, I think? All right, how many, where's Pizza Hut fall on your list? It, it doesn't. Where's Domino's on your list? It is at number eight. I'm not the biggest Pizza Hut fan or even Domino's fan, but those places are clearly superior to Sparrow's. Yes. The thing about Pizza Hut is it's if it done right, it's amazing. But there are so many balls to strikes that it, it takes itself That's out true. of it. That's true. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's just real no, greasy. Domino's it tastes the same. Little Caesars is better than Sparrow's. At least they have a well, five dollar hot and ready. That's true. Yeah, you, Little Caesars, it's great bang for your buck. No one will debate that. Sparrow has this stuffed pizza. That is so amazing. And I've said this before. I don't need to rehearse it. You could walk the streets of Florence and not find a better slice of pizza than you can find at Sparrow. You've said you a lot of things before. Though. Yeah, you do say a lot of say. things that people just openly disagree with because they're wrong, but sure. Well, they're allowed to dis- We live in a free society. I'm not here to express their opinion. I'm I will, I will then repeat the thing that I said the last time you think the thing you said that you just said, which is you've never been to Italy. <laughs> How do you know that? Why do I need to go to Italy? To Why do I need to leave my house? I have the internet, Gary. To make a declarative statement that you can find definitely a better piece of pizza at Sparrow than you can in the streets of Italy, I would say to make that statement, yes, you would have had to be to Italy. And I say this acknowledging the fact that Italy's kind of weird with pizza. Like, there's certain sections, they have, they're, they're divided in sections, and there's rules about the types of pizza you can actually make and not make in each section. So some of the sections of Italy, I don't like their pizza. That's fine, but... That's the European Union at work. It really is, actually. Um, but... There are four pillows. <laughs> how do you make that statement? You've, you've never if, if been your banana, like stuff like If your banana doesn't have a big enough curve in it, you can't sell it. Like, that's the level of the EU's regulation. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. So if you're telling me I have to go to the socialist... No, uh, you know, you I'm not telling you you have to do pizza. that. I'm I'll, saying I'll get it at a place where freedom reigns, like here. I'm saying to say it's better, you maybe have good. to try the other thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it can be good, but I can't imagine it being better than Sparrow. You can't. Um, you can't imagine That's it being better. Then Sparrow should be number one on your list. You can't imagine no, it could be better because Domino's does other stuff different that I like, and we'll get into that when we get to Domino's. So we call it Not even the pizza that I like best there. Coming up after the break, I'll tell you why Domino's is better than Sparrow's. <laughs> They're flying. This, this is the saddest radio show <laughs> of all time. What's number nine? You knew, what you, were getting into. you knew what you were getting into. IHOP is number nine. It's the classic diner. Uh, there's only one. I would IHOP say there. I would say that a classic diner would just be a diner, <laughs> wouldn't it? Well, no, because no. they clearly failed in the 50s and couldn't franchise. But like when you're going to a diner. The hole-in-the-wall type place is specifically what you go out of your way to find. Yeah, but why would you need to go to a fucking shit restaurant like IHOP when there are plenty of diners around that everyone prefers? 
So I take umbrage with that uh, qualification or that characterization of IHOP. Their pancakes, particularly at like Halloween or Christmas time, they put out these special flavored pancakes, which are amazing. And they have this on table strawberry syrup and maple, not like maple flavored syrup, which is excellent. And it's as good as uh, syrup as you're going to get anywhere else. And they have these breakfast platters with the fried eggs and the hash browns for a very affordable price and an unending. When you order coffee at IHOP, they don't just fill you up a coffee cup. There is a one of those old fashioned like urns that like the waitresses walk around with that they fill your coffee up with. They just put that on the table for you next to your cup. So it's essentially so it's, a in, never, so it's in your way. Great. That sounds awesome. So it's a never ending cup of coffee to go with delicious pancakes. Now, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry as a triggered millennial, Tim, that you can't wait the three seconds it would take the waitress to come over and refill your coffee. I'm sorry. That's so big of a problem for you. It's just convenient and sort of neat that I they pour the first cup for you and then they leave the urn. So, what you're, so like, what you're saying is that they're lazy. My problem would be that maple syrup is fine on its own. Then you got these millennials like Tim who need their specialty oh, yeah. syrups. It has to be. I, I need, need every choice on the table or syrup. I can't eat there. If I don't have five types of syrup to choose from, how could I eat my pancakes? And these people make me sick. Just eat maple syrup like God intended to put on your pancakes. I, I enjoy the impersonation. I think it's pretty good. However, like... However, you're a laugh riot. The the IHOP strawberry syrup is a cut above the next best syrup in the world, which is the McDonald's pancake syrup. Like, that's high praise to say that (laughs) McDonald's pancake syrup is actually surpassed by the strawberry syrup at at IHOP, which is other... When you were going over your, like, metric for ranking all these things, what was, like, how quickly will this give me heart disease on your thing? I mean, I'm not really ranking it based on its... Uh, Again, on his, on his rubric, it was a last meal before you're executed, so that, exactly, that actually exactly. doesn't have that big a factor. That's fair. That's actually precise. Thank you for making my point. Okay, number eight. Dominoes. Dominoes, yeah. All right. So what, what, what differentiates Dominoes from Sparrows? The pasta at Dominoes. That they what are you going to <laughs> eat pasta at Domino's? What the fuck's wrong with you? It's oven baked with like the pizza cheese on top and they fill it with lots of toppings and like sauce. Who goes to a pizza place that doesn't get fucking pizza? Go somewhere else. Lots of people do. And that's why. Do they? Lots of people do, do they? Well, they there obviously must be some desire for it or these things would fall off the menu. Pizza Domino's the last couple years is really good. I commend it. I think it's really tasty stuff. Their Brooklyn pepperoni in particular is one of the best toppings a person can get on a pizza. I, I truly believe that. But it's their homemade pastas that they cook in the pizza ovens themselves, like the rotating rolling oven that they fill with lots of cheese and toppings and delicious sauce and very affordable. Homemade pasta. <laughs> it's really good. Now, it's not the best Italian place that you'll get pasta. We'll come on to that in a minute. What? But it makes really good pasta it's, and good pizza. And because it does both things... Oh. So oh, well, no. you know, oh, uh, that's no. why it's at eight. What's oh, number seven? No. Number seven is Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen? Oh, I yeah, can get behind this. I like this one. I like Dairy Blizzard's fine. They've got surprisingly good food. Their fries the are first disgusting. Thing, I mean, the fries Dairy are not good. The fries are bad. Fries are bad. Straight up that's bad. True. The thing that Dairy Queen does better than anywhere else is the ice cream cake. That alone. If they you were at a party spl- and someone spl- brings her... 
Yeah, you know what? If I was at a party and yeah. someone brought me a DQ ice cream cake, I'd be like, man, I'm seven again. Sick. If you were at a party and a Dairy Queen ice cream cake comes out, nobody complains and people get hyped. What that sort of nice. party are you it's going to? Where, what, sort of a, what sort of an alcoholic party are you going to where they're bringing fucking DQ ice cream cakes? It happens, and those are Wait, okay, hey, give me Give me an example. I, I was at a at a birthday party three weeks ago when one was brought. And how old was this person turning? Thirty-one. Oh my god! And people were hyped. And then I began to definitively rank the parts of the cake, but that's a separate that's a separate matter. <laughs> well, the Oreo crumble is number one, right? No, he said no, he, see, said that they, he said it was Every, last. No, no, what? no, it's second. It's second. It's second. Okay, what's first then? Icing on the top, very underrated, very good stuff. That's just because something's that, underrated that, doesn't make it the best. You're just getting you're getting booed from behind the camera on this one. Also, like, come on. What is if we're yeah? Like, this is a how often in a year do you have a DQ ice cream cake? Not often, I, but there's so every many. day. How is it that high on the list then? And that and that's what that's what makes Dairy Queen so much better is it's fucking DQ ice cream it's cake. Not just the ice cream cake, the peanut butter parfaits. I love them. Banana splits, the classic. Blizzards, I can't have them anymore, but they were amazing. Plus, their food on their food side, you know what? Their chicken tenders are pretty decent. They have this new HP burger there. Really, really good hamburger, I have to say. So everything at Dairy Queen is geared towards children. Like, like when you go, like if you go to like a, even if you go to like one of the other chains, like you went to like, I don't know, Applebee's or something like that. The stuff that you buy at Dairy Queen comes on the kids' menus at those places. Yeah, that's, that's your opinion. You're like, it's not an opinion. That's that's what when it is. When was the last time you stepped foot into a Dairy Queen and purchased a meal? Uh, like a meal or like a blizzard? And, well, to be fair, anything. Oh, like whenever I took the Go Train last, so. Three months ago, they don't. They don't have one in Union. Oh no, I, I did. It's been, it's been like two they, years. They got rid of it. So two yeah. years. Yeah. Like, like, is it a regular store? Like, you walk in, there were tables and chairs and the full menu of stuff. No, there was no. there was one that was it was the best possible place for a Dairy Queen ever. They stuck it right under the place you go to see to check your train times at Union Station. So if you miss your train and you got an hour to wait, you you're gonna buy a Blizzard. I mean, that is clever. I'll give them that. I just think Dairy Queen. I wanted some sort of dessert place on the ranking list. And I love Dairy Queen, and I think that they have some pretty decent food. It's not the best in terms of their hot food, but it's decent enough. But their desserts knock it out of the park consistently. And, uh, I mean, just the little stuff. Like, just go get a marshmallow sundae. That alone is delicious. Or, you know, just there's so much good stuff there. But so what's, uh, that's what... what's the competition? Like, if is the, only re- is the only reason Dairy Queen is on this list that you wanted a dessert place in your top 15, and they're literally the only dessert place? restaurant oh well no people love the country's best yogurt and have that uh, highly but they don't effective. serve and, any other food like i don't think they're they can qualify for this list well i mean that that stupid msn article did include them on the list of chain restaurants i, so. I flicked through the whole thing but i, I gotta be honest from like i, I looked at it for like, about 10 seconds yeah it's, it was hard to get through. It, it was more entertaining just to hear how triggered That's he was a lot of clicking it. You know what? I'm actually getting angrier the more I think about it. It's one of these things that actually hasn't gotten less angry over time. It's gotten me more worked up. See, people don't know what they're talking about. I mean, that's you. You're the one. When people yeah, listen, everywhere when, I go, people are talking about this. Yes, because you bring it up. When, when people listen back to this, they're gonna say, "Hey, there's Pat. He doesn't always have the best takes, and he's not right about everything." And then there's Gary, and he's kind of the same way. When they hear you talk, it's like, "The fuck is wrong with this guy? Do he have an aneurysm?" 
Now, there are some people on the Twitter.com who are in my corner and support me with the things that I say. Yeah, that Probably. account that you created that agrees with you. And then you yes, respond to it to pretend like it's not you. That doesn't count. I wouldn't do that. I, uh, he I might not be physically capable of doing it. He definitely is. Give me a break. He didn't know how to search his old tweets. He still doesn't, which is still very funny. But something have no, another account. If, if, if you set up an account the first time, you could set That's it right, up the second time. Hypothetically. So can you rank your blizzards for us? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so the Cookie first dough. one... Number one, that's it. No, that would be dead last. How is that dead dough. last? Dead last. Wow. Because cookie dough shouldn't be eaten. Cookies dough is meant to be cooked. That's people love cookie. That's not a very good statement of fact for the people. People love cookie dough. I think it's gross. I will even it. buy, like, the tubes. And maybe, maybe I will, may or may not make cookies, but I'll eat some of that dough. The Reese's Either peanut butter one is my favorite. The Oreo cheesequake was also excellent. And the strawberry. Oreo. Uh, <laughs> the strawberry cheesequake. The, uh, the Why are you saying cheesequake? It was called cheesequake. Was it? Yeah. That's what it's called. I thought he was just had a list. I was going to give him, I was really going to give him kudos for remembering the exact name. Where, where's the skull blizzard? Where does that come when in? You, when you've ordered as many as I have over the years, you remember the exact so wait, name. Why aren't you allowed to have blizzards anymore? Because I had an I had an addiction and had one every day for like eight years and then I swore them off and haven't had one in now almost 10 years. So you're afraid that if you have one, it'll just completely devolve upon itself? Yeah, for some people, it's cocaine. For other people, it's blizzard. <laughs> Listen, it's amazing. If I have one, I'm going to start saying, well, you had one, you could have two. The next thing you know, no, I, I can't. Okay. So where's the skull blizzard come in? <laughs> That's something you invented. No, I swear there's a skull blizzard, no, it's, is there not? It's score. Oh. I always just called it the skull blizzard. Which would be real gross. <laughs> Just my dip cup with some ice cream in it. But it's still better than cookie dough, according to Tim. <laughs> Which is dead well, last. Cookie dough shouldn't be eaten. It's, it's raw. I'm not in the business of eating food in a half-cooked state. But it's raw. It's not even half-cooked. It's just raw. And, al and, also, and also, steak tastes better the less that you cook it. To a degree, that's true. I mean, uh, blue no, wear steak let, let, let's hear your let, let's hear your definitive rankings oh, no. of steak Don't cuts. Do this. this is not going to work out well. Medium, medium rare, medium well. Medium well, gross. Rare, well, blue rare. Blue rare is the worst. Where, where's well done on that list? Just before uh, blue rare. They're both terrible. I wouldn't eat them. I'd, I'd rather that's eat. A pretty good I mean, I, I can't. My grandfather eats blue steaks. I can't eat them quite no. blue, but I would eat a blue steak before I ate, ate a well done steak. Yeah, hey, no. I hey, agree with that. Here's your piece yeah. of cardboard. Yeah. Enjoy. I would agree with that. But that, again, that is not, that is near the top of the least egregious lists, I think. I agree. And he's that, had that list before. That, that I, was I remember close. seeing See, that I would go there. medium rare, rare, medium. That's fine. Yeah. I, I just, I prefer me and, medium. Is and if favorite. I didn't get it one of those ways, I would send it back. But oftentimes, if I'm going out 70, to a, yeah. oftentimes if I go out to a steakhouse, I will order particularly medium because I feel like medium rare is mostly just rare. Like they, they tend to undercook it slightly a little bit. Like they, they uh, err on the side of undercooking slightly. So if I order a medium, I'm likely going to get a medium rare and that's fine. Yeah, but most people, most people would lean towards it being rare over being medium. That would be the and thing. I get that's that. why, that's why, why you would undercook it. He's basically well, just I, playing I a slice. That. And and I can, I can see that. that. That's logical. Okay. What's the next chain restaurant? So this is where I fought for a while. I was like, where do I start ranking these these ones? Because these, I mean... Well, I mean, the, 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 are the other ones not yeah. in order with the Wait, number that you what? put next to them? There would be a gap between DQ and the rest of these. Uh, if I were doing my ranks, like online. 
So next I will put KFC. And this is, I mean, KFC is the ultimate chicken place. A, now, Gary, and you prefer Popeye's. I do, yes. I don't dislike KFC, is, but I prefer Popeye's. Popeye's is fine. People love their sides a lot. That's great. But it ultimately is a chicken place. So the star of the meal has to be uh, the decider. And, and Popeye's chicken versus KFC just doesn't stack up uh, to KFC. They have the 11 herbs and spices. They did it first. They did it best. Wait, uh, just so they did it first, so that makes them I, best? I find myself not, not necessarily, but, but okay. they do do a, best. a lot of people like Popeye's chicken yeah. over KFC. I, feel like... I can associate KFC for me with family dinners, and there's a historical sort of like yeah, generation. Well, you can associate, associate it with family dinners because the more and more you eat KFC, the smaller and smaller. I mean, the bigger and bigger your family gets, then the smaller and smaller because they're dead. No, I mean, I, I, that, I know you're trying to be flip, but there's a lot of people for whom KFC is the type of meal that has in the past connected very just generations of families at a Sunday dinner or something. That Popeye's just doesn't have that and is never going to have I, that. I, so why does that factor into the rankings? Well, because they're my rankings, and I think that sort of cultural nostalgia plays some role. Why don't you he live wants in the... to see his life flash before his eyes. A, a, before as a triggered chair. millennial, why don't you live in the fucking now? I am not a triggered millennial. I'm not triggered at all. I'm... You, you are the most triggered person I've ever met. You have met you're, many more you're, people. You're also the biggest you. snowflake I've ever met. I'm not a snowflake. Stop saying that. <laughs> I feel like the more and more, well, I don't, I don't go to KFC that often because if I'm going to have fried chicken, I go to Popeyes. But I, I feel well, like that place that we were talking about that had yeah, excellent fried chicken. Excellent fried chicken. Um, yeah, well, that's yeah. Have there, you ever had it, Tim? There, no. But then I then shut KFC. the fuck up. KFC is objectively going to be better. Yeah, it has to be better because I've never had anything else. But I thought I don't actually You have the palate. Like we were talking about cardboard earlier. Mm -hmm. It seems like when you eat things, everything tastes like cardboard to you. If so you it think matter. KFC tastes like cardboard, you're the one with the uh, defective I, I, don't, I don't, but you just, you're just you going to throw everything else out. Like I've never had it, but it has to be bad. Not, not that bad. That doesn't even make sense. I never said bad. Just I just said better. Be but it couldn't be better. I've tried one thing ever. Nothing could be better than this. So I'm never going to find out. Well, that's, of course, a hyperbole of my statement. But why don't you go ahead, Gary, and make, make your point instead of me just being yelled at by an angry man. I was just going to say that I find myself, and this could just be a testament to how good the Big Crunch is and, and how it is the best, like, pound-for-pound chicken sandwich i would say in the game because it's like actually big you actually kind of get what you yeah, see on the on the menu i don't get a lot of like two pieces or three pieces at kfc i, I sometimes find it a little too greasy it just i don't well, know I mean, it is fried chicken but that's that that goes with the terror their gravy is so amazing too that uh they're yeah. good gravy like if i was gonna eat at a chicken place i just eat a chick-fil-a yeah i mean that's well, that's not an option well, for for those of us in the north sure oh, oh no that that's not necessarily true I have, a, I have a tweet here and tim might actually enjoy this because it will just go right along with i mean it might oppose his ideological views mm -hmm. but oh i saw this tweet this is a, a terrible tweet um so the new yorker my yes the might, new yorker might used to be unintentionally ironic now it's just ironic um, now it's just they don't know what they're doing well my tweets aren't loading great chick-fil-a is in new york now are you saying you had to look up Tim's old tweets and your Twitter got Andercursed? It did, yeah. Now I have to put like my Wi-Fi on. Let's see if that's it. I've been paying my phone bill recently. I mean, essentially, the tweet says that oh no, Chick Fil A has come to New York City, and that's sort of creepy because it's sort of imposing 
Christian values on New York. Yeah. Because of course, New York's a, a melting pot city that can accept diverse views and opinions, except for Christian ones. Those uh, those have no place in New York, apparently, according to this author, who doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, the, the tweet that I saw was that one. Chick-fil-A's arrival in New York uh, feels like an infiltration in no small part because of its pervasive Christian traditionalism. <laughs> the quote which is, it's a fucking chicken sandwich. Well, that's it. It is a, ch it's just a chicken sandwich in a city that, you know, has deep and large Christian roots. Like it's not weird to be Christian in New York. Like, it's it is, a very it is city. incredibly annoying though, when I am in the States and near the Mason Dixon line and it's a Sunday and I can't get a goddamn chicken sandwich because of your belief system. Give me a chicken sandwich. Well, well but you know what? I, I, I don't you, have a problem. You know what? I like everything now, 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 now. But not that, that's okay. I'm in a tough spot here because I don't like uh, Chick-fil-A's food. How do you not like Chick-fil-A's food? That's just an objectively so wrong weird. thing. Yeah. But I will stand up for their right to not be open on Sundays and I will fight back against so that. So where's Chick-fil-A on your list? Because you haven't even said it yet. It's not going to be on his list. I that, How is it not on your list? Well, I have a list of most overrated places and it's on there. Why? Yeah. Because it's incredibly overrated. It seems like in a truism. In whose opinion? In my opinion. Have you, ever had, have you ever had it? Yes, I had it in Minneapolis. And it was excellent. Yeah, it was, it was perfectly mediocre. Like, it was like, great, I would rather have KFC. This is okay. No, no, I, I don't think people are saying that. I think that's I'm you. That's you because and, it, 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 it comes after and, KFC. Quote and me as the tribune of the people. You're not the tribune of the people. Tim Butts is the tribune of the people. People even say that. As You're just some fucking wacko on Twitter that people as don't seem to like very much. People, part of my responsibility is to lay out a list that the people will embrace and understand. Right. That isn't just, oh, if you don't have the French laundry on your list, you don't know good restaurants. Nonsense. You have to, you have to cut through the crap, people. basically. Well, he's never been to, like, real restaurants, yeah, so that's tough. Of course I have. Let's let's do another uh, just kind of offshoot list here, uh, because I feel like this could be part of the reason for the hatred for Chick-fil-A. Uh, if you had to power rank the following three French fries, how would you power rank them? Curly fries, regular fries, lattice fries. Waffle fries. Okay, fine. Waffle fries. Waffle fries. They're I would straight. power rank them straight waffle than curly, but I do like a mix of waffle. Yeah, I like going to a place that has. A I, I like the Chick Fil A has yeah. waffle fries. Yeah, it's great. I enjoy it. It's much better than Arby's having curly fries. Yes, put it that way. But I think straight, part of that. Go ahead, straight curly, massive gap, waffle. Yeah, waffle fries are awful. I figured a, this was a lot of the, the hatred was a hatred of waffle fries. You don't get enough of them. B, the condiments fall right through the holes, and it's very inefficient. Uh, it's too much potato. Why are potato you pudding and not dipping? Dip your fries. No. And so it's, it's actually more hygienic not to dip your fries. Uh, you you, it's, you, it's, you strike me as someone who's really concerned about <laughs> hygiene, Tim. I am what was the last time you showered? Like three weeks ago? Anytime that I can get that 30-minute break between golf and golf channel. Uh Listen, I, that's part of the reason I like chain so much. This is one of the points the president makes, and he's right. That chain restaurants are objectively cleaner and more uh, consistent than other restaurants because of the high level of quality you have to reach to not get sued. Uh, you know, cleanliness is at a. I mean, clean. it's not like T Tim. Tim siding up with the guy that puts ketchup on his steak for food takes makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Nobody's right about the cleanliness factor. It has to be cleaner than you know, than anywhere else because they can't afford to make a mistake and be sued for millions of dollars. Like that's just that is I, true. I guess, but I think but you're you're lumping it into like hole in the wall type places, 
as opposed to like really fine dining, like yeah, good he, he, independent he's, establishments. Yeah, he, he's thinking about it more like the let's say the taco place that you have to walk yeah, down the stairs in that back alley yeah, around a the pizza corner. Kitchen not that not sells the fancy steak place slices. that's around the corner. Yeah, like these places also have to. Or no, or no one will go. Yeah, because yes, maybe their maybe their company, their Fortune 500 company, won't lose millions of dollars on the stock market that day. But, but the they'll just go out of will lose their like their business com- completely. I, I agree with all of that, but I know for a fact that the big chains are going to be clean, and I'm just going to err on the side of caution most of the time. That's all. Nothing wrong with that. No, it sounds like there's stuff wrong with that. And if you're not getting some germs into your system. You're not doing it right. It's true. That just means you're going to be sick all the time. Yeah. Go. Gotta eat some dirt. Gotta get some dirt Mick all over dirt. it. Yeah, see, Tim would be all over the... If you put Mick in front of it, he'd be <laughs> all dirt. in on the McDirt. Again, making fun of McDonald's when you said, just said earlier you love McDonald's. I like so McDonald's. Ever- it's fine. I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go out of my way and say, you know what's really fine dining? McDonald's. Yeah, I feel like but no that's one what started ever... this whole fight was because that, that that stupid MSN article had McDonald's last. But it wasn't a ranking of what was the best and what was the worst. And nobody believes those stats. You, the, apparently, the you 20, don't believe yeah, those 72% stats. 72% of people who said what they said clearly believe those stats. I don't believe those numbers. I think that was that is perpetrated to be a hot take, hot enough to, to cauterize a... You, and yet you triggered, and you're still talking about it a week later. In order You're to the only him. person that freaked out about this. He, and also, I like, no, I I, I like Tim, no, I Tim also shares a diet with the president. He also finds things that don't agree with him. They're clearly fake news. I'm sorry. That's, that's, what, that's what you're saying. Okay, look, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into this. Morenci saw it. Morenci lost yes, it, too. Listen, I love, I love Morenci. Trying to compare your diet with Morenci means uh, not good things for your future health. Gabe was also the kind of person, and look, I am sometimes this kind of person. He hadn't had a glass it. of water in seven years. I'm not that kind of person, but he's the kind of person who got really excited when McDonald's was available on Uber Eats. That's a specific category of person. And look... I eat a lot of McDonald's. I, 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 I eat most of my McDonald's off of Uber Eats now. And, and I eat it generally between 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock and in that's, the morning. And that's the point of this. It's like, I eat a lot of McDonald's because it's, it's available. It's available, and it's literally the closest restaurant I have to my apartment building. No one ever leaves their, their house with the intent of eating McDonald's. It's always the, hey, yeah, McDonald's. It's open and it's here. Why? What? Why don't you just make yourself a fucking meal? Because like McDonald's is actually quite cheap. And I like McDonald's. Oh, sure, but I feel like the quality of McDonald's get compared to them, to... They are much higher on my list. We will get to them. What okay. number are we at now? Does it matter? This will be five coming up, I think. Yeah. What... Yes, we're at number five. What's number five? Olive Garden. The okay, I don't, I, you know what? I don't even want to hear about Olive Garden. What's number four? Well, we've already talked about it. So those of us who... The people who are aware of the extended universe of our takes have already heard us sort of rehash. That's all we do. It, we... Really, this is about rehashing. So I would just just go with it. Okay, number four is Tim Hortons. Okay, next. And it's that because yeah, I, 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 I don't even care about Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons happens is to be the place I go. You invite me on the show. No, I, I, you made me upset by and this then point. You just tell just, me just, I have just, no right to the opinions. Well, my, I, well I mean, you you said it. I invited you on my show. It's my fucking show. So let's move on. To have me on to give my opinions, and you say I don't have a right to have the opinions that I have. This like, this okay. does remind me, just so I can get a timeline in my head, because I feel like we're closing in on a year here. Uh, when are you allowed to eat Wendy's again? May first. May first. Okay. Now in Canada, where Tim Hortons is for the majority of their locations, owned by Wendy's. Yes. Sometimes there's a joint restaurant. Mm-hmm. But Tim, um, I don't think they're... 
They're not owned by Wendy's anymore, but there are still several joint restaurants. It's the company. They're now the, the parent company. I now believe owns them. Yes, along with uh, there are still the old. There are still a several Wendy's Tim joint buildings that that still exist. Tim Hortons, mediocre coffee, plus just horrible for you food. A lot of nostalgia in Canadiana, though. Sure, the, shove that. And, and, but also, throat. like McDonald's, very popular because it's every. You don't leave your house trying to go to Tim Hortons. It's, hey, can you I pick me up coffee. some coffee yeah. on the way somewhere? And, uh, there's 28 Tim Hortons, so you go there. I think you may have mistaken the effect for the cause. Maybe everywhere because it's popular. Not popular because it's everywhere. But anyway. No, it, it played itself into it's now popular because it's everywhere. Well, it, 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 on this list of the MSN list, I don't even know if it was on there because it's a It was. It was. It was right. actually yeah. like There's enough pack. of them in the States now. Is there enough of them in the States? Yeah. But the whole point yeah. being that... I mean, Tim Hortons, the way that Tim Hortons is in Canada is like how Starbucks is in the States. Yeah. You get Starbucks because, hey, there's two Starbucks right across from each but other. But I would think... I need a coffee, again, let's get a Starbucks. Even more than that, I would say, because it's, it's hard to do this in the States, I understand that, but it's, it's, it's Duncan-esque and what Duncan yes. means to Boston. Tim Hortons thrives in Canada because, congratulations to their marketing department, but they're now so entrenched in this goddamn hockey self-sustaining identity that we have as canadians that people get mad if you don't drink tim hortons that's what you're getting when you're driving your kid to the rink at five in the morning here's the hot take mcdonald's coffee better than exponentially tim's. better than tim's coffee do you know why because they took the old tim's recipe yeah i mean i'm not gonna fight you i mean well i think tim's is better i like mcdonald's a lot their coffee and i'm not gonna say anything bad about them i think, I think it's really good all right next Speaking of uh, which, the next one is McDonald's. Okay. People are pretty across the board in on McDonald's. But like we said, it's McDonald's has achieved the highest convenience factor of any of these restaurants. It is drunk food in its highest form. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's a, an and enduring they the, compliment. And they have the best fries. Yes. That always goes along. We do. They, they definitely do. That's why their poutine is so great. Yeah. Why would you go to McDonald's Again, those, like For as good as those fries are, they don't seem like good poutine fries. That's probably the structural integrity of a poutine fry has to be thicker. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you grew up in the gas bay and you know all the ins and the outs of. Uh, oh, so I, so I'm not allowed to have my opinions. I have to. Well, I have no, to hear to your, your opinions. view around your your view around on me that you know unless you've been to the the place where it originated, how could you know about the ins? So, so are you saying that McDonald's started poutine? No, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't say that. Because like, they I'm did. just saying I've had various types of poutine with various types of thicknesses of fries. Like when you go to the poutineries around here. Yeah. Many, they're just thicker fries, generally speaking. So they absorb the they cheese. They absorb the, the gravy and the, and the curd better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better. Also, if I'm a McDonald's fry, to be fair, I don't, it's already good enough as it is. I don't need gravy and curd on top yeah, of it. Also, it's a, yeah, it's I mean, a different thing. Also, see, you you a McDonald's, I my fries bad burgers. Yeah, very bad. Bad burgers. Wendy's, see, great burgers. Wendy's, great burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I think you've got that reversed. No, I, I think no, McDonald's no, burgers no, are great. I, I think that's cross the board. People like Wendy's. The Big Mac is delicious. Just the is. sauce is delicious. The whole thing is delicious. The quarter mm. pounder is great. Mm. Right, McDouble, what, great. What's number two? Number two is chilies. Wait, what's number one then? I think Subway. you can probably. Oh, right. Subway. Yeah. That's yeah and number one is Subway. Mr. Sub's better than Subway, by the way. It's a lot better. So that, 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 you're that the only wasn't person on, the list. on Earth that's who've too, ever reigned. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, but that's I mean that's a chain around everything. It's yeah. just way better. And people it's whenever Tim has this take about Subway, 
the most common response to it is that whatever like the local chain of an area yeah, is, yeah, like if it's uh, tends to be like if you're in Jimmy like, John's or yeah, or like uh, if you're in Blue Pennsylvania, there's one in Pennsylvania. Yep. If you're in Jersey, there's one in Jersey, Jersey and there's Mike's, a ton yeah. and there's a whole bunch of them in that one place. But they're very regional in that setting, and they're yes. all way better. And like I find that Mr. Sub is just way better. My dad, my dad was very passionate about that. About Mr. Sub, Mr. Sub being better than Subway. now. Subway is better than Quiznos. I hate Quiznos. Oh, Quiznos was on my list of most overrated. In fact, it was in worst place. I think I hate Quiznos most of all. Now, yeah. did, did you like that? That if you go into Subway, they ask you if you want your sub toasted, like you would be at Quiznos. Well, I like that I'm given the option, but like the bread at Quiznos is thin, and the toppings are bad, and the size is all wrong. Nine inches is the stupidest length of a sandwich. See, I like the nine inches. I wish Subway had the nine inches. Six inches is great for lunch. Twelve inches is great for supper. So it depends on what meal you're having. Uh, it depends on the side sub you want. I mean, Quiznos just doesn't have... Yeah, but if you eat nine inches at lunch and nine inches at dinner, it still equates out of the same 18. And we all know we're having a sub for lunch and dinner. <laughs> on a list of worst uh, places, Quiznos makes it. I, I do agree with... Quiznos is not good. Quiznos is like... If you try, they're trying to be like a better version of Subway, but and failing miserably. But their try-heartedness is coming, is shining so through, and they're failing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not good. So Chili's yeah. number two. Nah. Also, we Subway, knew that was coming. Subway now has uh, the Pepsi drink machines. Oh, oh, I know. But you hate Pepsi. I don't like Pepsi, and I don't like the machines. So that is very disappointing. I just but like I the machines. He just can't figure out the machines. He would I love that. Too many I mean, he loves all the convenience of everything else. He just can't figure out what button to press. I mean, on a slightly related topic, I mean, I've been proven right about the garbage of those Diet Cokes by now since they're they're crashing and burning. What do you mean they're crashing and burning? I mean, the, the one instance that I saw of anyone else talking about this or being concerned about this besides you was Feinberg, and he tweeted out a picture of them all being sold out. I think they were being nuts. I don't think they were all sold out. They weren't sold out. They just took them off the floor. Yeah, that's what they were up to, wasn't it, Tim? Nobody likes them, and I was right. Definitive evidence? Non-existent. Doesn't need it. No. I'm just right. The man has his convictions. He's fake news. He can say whatever he wants. You gotta believe me. As proof by this list, I mean, he has a very good opinion on what people like. Yeah, see, again, I don't know if I've ever actually said this on one of the pods, but I do like Chili's. Chili's is fine. Uh, Would you fine. call it the best no. chain restaurant? No, but I, but if I had to sit down and figure out, like, the problem with chain restaurants is, like, I really don't know how to, like, differentiate them. They're all the same. They're all the same They're place. all exactly the same. So The tostadas at Chili's are, like, nowhere else. Because they're not that good? Yeah, you could walk <laughs> through the heart of Mexico City. <laughs> I believe I've said something very similar. I, I think I was quoting you. When was the last time you had a Mexican taco? I, you know, like at a restaurant? No, like in Mexico. 20 years? I had been to Mexico like a decade ago. I don't know. Did you have tacos then? I'm, I'm sure I did, but well, I don't. By, by sure, do you mean no? I mean, I probably had Mexican food in Mexico, yes, but I don't Bell. remember. Yeah, you found Taco Bell. The definitive... Taco Bell's great. Look, I liked I liked Taco Bell just as much. Taco Bell to me is like... It's just a rung below McDonald's. It's just, it's the, if you want a different kind of thing from one to three in the morning. Sure, but like, but the thing that I don't understand is, like, if I make fries at home, I'm never going to get them to the level of McDonald's fries. That's just not happening. That's true. You can I can make, make tacos at home. That yeah. tastes better than Taco Bell tacos. It is, it is true. That is a very good point. I th- and I think, too, with Taco Bell, just because of, you know, just the value of their franchise, like, they're not nearly as prevalent as McDonald's. So I think 
they lose out on some of their market because most of their audience, people wasted out of their minds, would have to drive a car to get to a Taco Bell. <laughs> and that's kind of... Well, where, where Tim and I are from. <laughs> not that, a problem. That's not stopping anyone. Not anymore. a problem. True. Um, so yeah. Hard to find a Taco Bell, though. Yeah, there's not a lot around. Yeah, they're, 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 they're all in there, there was two Taco Bells in Reykjavik. Both close. There was a Sparrow in Reykjavik, too. Yeah, that was in the airport. There was, all, there, there was a Domino's. The only, yeah. the, actually, the only thing that Iceland didn't have, they actually, there was a Dunkin' Donuts there. There was basically really? everything, yeah. Uh, strangely, uh, only because European and European coffee is way different in the yeah. way that they serve it. It's all like four yuchos each. Yeah. It's just a real little tiny cup. And it's not even like cappuccinos or espressos. You, those are separate. Like, demi-tasks? The, the, the coffees that you get are just real the tiny Americanos cups. Or? But... There are Dunkin' Donuts. Like when I was in Berlin, there was a Dunkin' Donuts next to the thing. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's just go get a giant coffee for a euro." It's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Hmm. So See, I wanted to walk. I wanted, I wanted to walk around and bring. I mean, to my side on these it was things. just very convenient, and I didn't want to pay five euro, which is like nine bucks yeah, I mean, for look, a little coffee. No one's but against convenience and fast food. Yeah, yeah, but no one. Yeah, Gary's right. No one's against the convenience of any of these things, but the fact that you well, hype them up as like. No, this is Italian food at Olive Garden, yeah. and there's no better the Italian is, food. That is what people have the problem with. You go with, into it Because it makes way, you sound like you're yeah, mental. There's the trade-off. You're trading convenience for quality, and that's and you know that, and that's fine. But, he, but the thing is, he doesn't seem to know that. Yeah. I don't really think that I am giving up. Because he hasn't eaten at good restaurants before. Yeah. I have eaten. No, you haven't. You just seem, based on what you have told us, it just seems like you eat at fucking McDonald's every day. No, he goes, I don't he goes to at least well. some places with waitresses so they can ignore him as he listens to his iPod. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. That, that has that, that's, that's a deep cut. Again, in the extended universe of this show, people remember that reference. They do. Yeah. If, anyone's, if anyone's gotten this far into this show, they've definitely Tim, watched all the Tim, other Tim shows. Tim is the sad person who sits by himself listening with his headphones on at restaurants and then gets upset that the waitress ignores him because he's, he's ignoring them. He's baby driver. Yeah. Except not good at driving. And also not a real... Oh, Paul has a question from the crowd. The ultimate proof that he's never been to good restaurants is that he said when he ordered the steak, he orders it at medium because they cook it raw. That, that, is, that is a and great I, now, point. If, if he doesn't he, trust... If, if yeah. people couldn't hear that because Paul was off camera, he had made the excellent point that Tim has clearly never been to a good restaurant before because he has to order a medium steak because they'll overcook it. If you were at a good restaurant, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be overcooking exactly. your steak. Only the nut load. That was some that. Sherlock shit right there. Yeah, that is a Get very, a very sage point from Paul. Well, I, and he's patting himself on the back. Just find that these places pride themselves on making sure they undercook rather than overcook. And sometimes, I mean, they're humans; they make mistakes. And uh, it's just safer to go with medium. Plus, I'll be happy if they cook it exactly medium. Great, because I, I kind of prefer it that way anyway. Oh, but that wasn't first in your rank. I was gonna say now it you're was. lying to the people. Yeah, now you're, now you're just a liar. It was medium was first. Then medium rare. Interesting. Like Which again, but yeah, I like, but I like medium rare a lot. So like, but, I never but, but again, if you go to a place that's nice enough, they don't make these mistakes. Maybe so. Maybe I should. When be you ask Gladys at the IHOP to get you a steak for some reason, so you can put cherry syrup on yeah. it. Yeah, it might not come out the best. I probably wouldn't order a steak from IHOP that wasn't chicken fried. It's really about the yeah, level I, of steak you should be having at IHOP. I have to admit, I've never had the steak there, though I bet you it's good. Steak and eggs is a great breakfast, so. Yeah, but breakfast steak is not the cow. Like, you don't need to cook breakfast steak well. Breakfast steak, yeah, you yeah, don't well, want it, it it's, it's It's like if you go to, like, ordering steak at a non-steakhouse or, like, really high-quality restaurant is just an amateur move right off the top. 
because they're just gonna get the lowest. They're gonna get the lowest cuts of meat. Yeah. It's like uh, what's that place by my mom's house, Tim? Uh, the Riverside. Riverside Town. Oh, yeah, I like the Riverside a lot. Riverside's fine. Great fish and chips. Mm -hmm. Like, they have certain they things do. that they do well. There's steak on the menu. I don't know if anyone's ever ordered the steak. Yeah, it's a bad move. Why would you order the steak? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I've had steak at Sunnyside. That's an even worse idea. <laughs> like steak and eggs. Again, steak, steak, How do you steak not see the difference? Is not... Well, I think there's a difference between breakfast steak and supper yes, steak. Yes, yes, 100%. Breakfast steak is low-quality steak. Yes. Sure, but it's still tasty, and I like it. Sure, but it's, it's a different... It's it doesn't need to be prepared to the same degree of... Correct. And the breakfast steak that you're getting at that restaurant is exactly the same quality of steak that you'd order for dinner, too, because it's the same steak. Yeah. I kind of like that kind of stuff. Am, am, so am I not allowed you, to like these things? You, no, can, you, you are. can like them all you want. So just admit that you just have bad taste. Well, no, obviously, if I thought it was in bad taste, I wouldn't have. No, but it just—it is bad taste. bad taste. You have a low rung like, for taste buds. But just like I—I I don't like seafood, but I can acknowledge that seafood done well is obviously very good because a lot of people enjoy it. I like—I don't like scallops. But, but don't you know you're going red lobster? Yeah, see, I think I feel like red lobster would jive more with someone who doesn't yeah, like seafood. Because then I could just get something fried. Well, fried seafood is excellent. Yes, I, I agree, but I'm also not willing to say that seafood prepared again, I don't like sushi. But no, I, sushi I am sure gross. that sushi is sushi gross in gross. every situation. Inedible. And look, Garbage. I don't eat it, but you I should appreciate that it's probably delicious to the people who enjoy it. It's not delicious to anybody, it's a status symbol. Oh, I'm eating sushi today. Look how fancy I am. Trash. I, I don't 100% disagree with that. So you think that everyone that eats sushi does it for that reason? They don't like sushi no, at no, all. No, 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 no. It's I, only to be seen in the sushi I restaurant. I agree. I agree. I agree in the not a crazy person sense of there is a little bit of status behind ordering sushi. Yeah, there's a there's a peacock. But you also element. have to like it to order it. <laughs> so no, it's inedible. No one likes it, Because that's what everyone wants, is to get enough money to order things that they don't, don't actually, actually like. Enjoy. Yeah, that, that's, that's the ultimate status. That's the power move. But like, that, that happens all the time. Like People who eat like shark fin soup, for example, apparently that tastes disgusting. But people eat it because it's so incredibly expensive. I don't expensive. think that's about enjoyment. I think that's about experimentation. Yeah, I, I, tried, I tried shark fin soup in Iceland, actually. Yeah. I didn't like it. But and that's, I, tried I, it. I tried black pudding in Scotland. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I just black wanted to try it. Black pudding's actually quite good. Oh, no, 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 no. Even... I even ordered it, and they were like, we don't actually eat that. That's kind of like a stereotypical thing. I'm like, oh, that's fine, but I'm going to try it. It's, it's terrible. It's like, a like it's like a rice cake dipped in, in, uh, in sheep's blood. Well, what are the things that, what, like, when they brand cattle, Tim, uh, what, what, what's the poker that they use? What's the official name for that? Is it a brand? I think it's called, I think it's called yeah. a brand. A brand? Cattle, cattle okay, cattle so it's like someone took a brand and put that on your tongue, and that's how you live your life. <laughs> Or I'm a super taster, and I can taste the subtle flavors in these foods that you can't. That you're. But I feel like at that point you'd be tasting the fillet of fish remnants in the junior chicken you just ordered as the fryer grease. Yeah, yeah, you, you've gone the exact other way on this because you're only eating foods that have such few flavors. Not only eating these foods, but you I, are I only have, eating these foods. But what, I what was the last? Food. What was the last like really decent restaurant you went to? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I, I, I don't know. I can't think of it. It was probably with you. Okay, where, did you, where did you guys go the night before the Friday? We, we went to a pub. The Thursday before your wedding? 
maybe oh, before my way, uh, we went to uh, Bistro Le Coq. So yeah, that would have been the last time that Tim went to like a nice restaurant. We went to a nice place in Boston, the Chinese place in Chinatown. That was quite nice. There's a hole in the wall Chinese shop that the locals said you got to go to this way. It was good. Yeah, and there you go. That that and we went. It was great. There was every point. You just found a hole in the wall in Boston that a local told you about, and it was really good. Was it? Was that better than Panda Express? Yes. No. It, yes, it was. It didn't have homemade chicken. It didn't have the chicken balls of red sauce that I like, or the orange chicken, which is delicious. Look, man, I'm 100% with you on the Americanized Chinese food. That's my favorite kind of Chinese food, too. But anyone can make you chicken balls and red sauce. Yeah, but the people can do it better or worse. Is there a better or worse? It's fucking deep fried. It's, yeah, it's just, I it's like just the battered chicken breast. But I like the other stuff a little bit more. I'm allowed to have these differentiations in my taste. And you know what? A lot of people agree with me. No. You don't. That's I, I fine. Don't. People, you're you're right when you say there are a lot of other if the sentence was a lot of other people eat at these restaurants. The answer would be yes. in saying that. If the sentence is a lot of people eat at these restaurants and definitively say that they would rather eat there than if they had twenty more dollars in their pocket, they wouldn't go anywhere else. That is a false statement. I can't remember the last time I would spend more than thirty dollars on an entree or a meal. I just I just can't. I, I genuinely that, that, agree with you, but if I had the money, you I would. would do it. But but the thing is. He's saying that he's not going to pay more than $30 for a meal, and so this is why he thinks that these foods yeah. are the best. There you go. That's what it all boils down to. If you pay more money, money for is. better food, you're going to get better quality of food. It's going to be... How much it's going to be... Why? Why wouldn't it matter? So you, would, you would just prefer to eat shitty food over good food. No, it's just... I think this food is really good, and it's economical. Well, I mean, I but, think, it, but it, you also have nothing to compare it to. You, ju you just is. said that. I think I would feel incredibly wasteful spending like $120 on a piece of meat. I think that would be hard for me to justify. I think considering, I, I think that that is a poor use of one's resources, in my opinion. Other people feel differently, obviously. How much, combine, how much do you spend on cigarettes and coffee a day? I, I don't know. Not that much, actually. Over $20. No, because, well, I've reduced my, my, my consumption. I'm, I'm down like four or five cigarettes a day. No, so. That's such a lie. I saw you two weeks ago and you smoked over a, a pack a day. I was at a wedding. No, you're just, lying. you're just lying. You spend upwards of $23 a day on those two things combined. No, you were with me in, in Minneapolis. I wasn't, uh, wasn't going through a pack a day by any means. I mean, I would say... Inside probably, reports from people who are around you say that you are smoking a pack a day. So no, plus the not, two to five coffee that you buy a day? Probably one to two a day I buy. So, okay, you're over $20 a day in cigarettes and coffee alone, yet you won't spend more than $30 on a meal. No, I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't, feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable, to be honest with you. You know, like, just for I you, to, I'm going to go get a $300 steak tonight. Like, I went to <laughs> Vegas with some friends a couple of years ago at a conference, and they went out to some like, one of like Gordon Ramsay's steakhouses or whatever and spent an, an inordinate amount of money, and they said the food was good. But like, I said, no, I wasn't going. And I went to the subway at the Paris Hotel, and I spent five ninety nine on a spicy Italian, and and honestly, then went and then went and lost five hundred dollars playing blackjack. That's a separate question, but I just, <laughs> I, felt, I felt good about myself that instead of spending all this money on food, I uh, I, I saved some money, and so that's yeah. the way my money Tim, works. Tim, to quote Retta, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta treat yourself sometimes. I'm not saying go to a fancy steakhouse yeah. every night, but just you know, lay off the chilies for three days and just go get a nice meal. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very pragmatic when it comes to spending money. I've never had money, but 
again, to say in a hypothetical situation... Olive Garden or Taroni? Taroni. <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Like, there are... And, and look, there are some nights where I'm like, it's in my best financial interest from a larger picture sense to go to Olive Garden. But if I had, if I had unlimited resources, I would not ever go to Olive Garden. <laughs> See, that's where we differ. If I had unlimited resources, I would still go to Olive Garden. Okay. And again, like, this is why... Warren this is, this is why Buffett's one of the wealthiest is, men on Earth. This is why... Yeah, he's also like a crazy person. And he goes to Dairy Queen. He, he, he's slightly less crazy than that guy appears on TVs with the question marks on his suit and said he's going to get you money. The Riddler? <laughs> yes, the Riddler. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. I do, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Why? That's a ubiquitous commercial, Tim, from the 90s. I feel like that'd be like in your wheelhouse. Zasco, Lasco. I can't remember. What I'm going to Google question mark suit government guy. I get him confused with uh, the cash man all the time. Oh, the cash man is great. The Oliver Jewel Cash guy. man. He's got all the cash. You got some gold or silver? He's got you some yeah, cash. Yeah, he's got you some cash. Definitely has you some cash. Question mark suit guy is something they sure. Google auto filled in. There he is, Matthew Lesko. We should effort this. There he is. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yep, yep, yep. He's sitting on Capitol Hill telling you how he can get you money back from the government. Yep. Question mark. Okay, so I do recognize this character. Do you you have a stronger affinity for him or the Six Flags old guy? Oh, that guy is weird. Like you. You're weird. So I figured you'd like him. He just wants to take the kids to Six Flags. Yeah. Give me your children. (laughs) Quite a normal person, except when people are out to get me in some way. But you feel like people are always out to get you. No, I don't. You do. I, I'm on a text thread with you where every complaint that you have is that people are out to get you. No, just if I've not been treated well, I, I don't just shrug my shoulders and I'm denied lunch when I want it or something like that. All right, so what happened to you this morning that you were complaining about? I intentionally read past the part. You said that you got disrespected at the grocery store. Yeah, so I decided this afternoon, that, well, it was really this morning, and this leads to a separate question topic. I was like, so I wanted some wings. And in my opinion, grocery store... Whoa, 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 one second. What time were you at the grocery store trying to get wings? Well, so I got it to the parking lot at 10.50, and even I thought, this is a little early. So I actually waited in my car for 10 minutes listening to a podcast until I hit 11 to go in. I figured, okay, it's 11 o'clock, now I... So I went in to get the wings at the grocery store. And you felt, you felt shame buying these wings. At 10.50, yes, but at 11. Oh, but at 11, but at 11, you know. Was, okay, so I misunderstood. I thought your thought process was they wouldn't be ready at 10.50. Well, they weren't Well, they ready probably weren't ready at 11 either because no maniac is going in besides but, Tim. But my yeah, wing is at 11 a.m. No, I'm glad, though. I'm glad there was a moment where he felt shame about this. Like, well, just to me. 11 is a st- from 11 to 1 is is a reasonable time frame where anyone could be having lunch. I agree with you. So no, 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 no. If you're someone who's going to eat, over, then go to fucking McDonald's, McDonald's and have your lunch then. If, if you're going to have lunch at 11 a.m., you are someone that brings your lunch with you. That's fair. You're not, going, also, to, you're not going to a restaurant. Most restaurants aren't open at 11 a.m. I also rarely eat breakfast, so... I, I do eat lunch on the earlier side of things, so I may I might not be the best person to go to. Really. So you're eating so breakfast yeah. at 11 a.m. is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. You're not eating so, lunch. They didn't have the wings cooked up for me, and I was annoyed and asked, well, when are they going to be ready? And she said, at lunchtime. And I said, well, it is lunchtime. And <laughs> anyway. 
That I is a very vague wind. answer for someone to respond with. How about noon? Yeah. And I, I, noon. I didn't well, get my wind. But if they had said that, I would have been like, okay, that's justifiable. But for someone to look back and go, lunchtime. That's well, a very it, vague time it period. It wasn't a, that tone of voice. It was like a positive tone of voice. But I was like, but it is lunchtime. And like, I'm not waiting around here. I already waited in the parking lot and say that. I already waited in the parking lot 10 minutes. <laughs> you didn't bring that up as a part of your complaint? I already <laughs> waited 10 minutes for you to make them. So anyway, I left. I went across the street and got lunch and went home. But what, I was what'd, you, what'd you get? Uh, I went to Subway. What'd you get? I got a sweet onion chicken teriyaki, a six inch. Was it the sub of the day? No, it wasn't. Today's, I, today's I, Friday. I, Friday's tuna, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I would not. I would not. I don't like tuna fish, so. Anyway, so that was what happened to me today. And it was about, I think that you can get, I, if you start getting lunch at 11, that's an acceptable time. Before 11, it's a bit strange. I mean, I don't, I, as a part of my diet, I don't eat until like five o'clock every day. So my yeah, opinions well, on lunch and breakfast are now just out of the window. I stopped eating. I mean, that's unhealthy in a different way. Well, it's not, but it's not unhealthy. Well, of course it is. It's no, against it, a person's it, physiology. It's, it's, it's not actually, because I've now. Do you remember the pyramid? The pyramid? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the pyramid. That, that was really good advice. Yeah. Go back and look at those pyramids. You know, you should be eating bread. If you're eating 17 meals a day, you might be able to get all those servings in. I just, well, that's fair. I'm saying our, our ancestors were not only eating at five o'clock in the evening and never. Yeah, had, like, they, they also had average lifespans of 17 years. That had to do with healthcare and with uh, infectious diseases, not with uh, nutrition. I, I would say that even though I eat in a very limited scope, I still have two full meals during my eating window. And I would say that nutrients and protein in a healthy diet rest in the favor of Pat Mayo over Tim. To be fair, Tim might also die of salmonella because he's eating wings too quickly out of the fryer. <laughs> don't have time to cook them. Just give them to me. Why do you just buy wings like out of the box? No, no, no. I like the way that the deli wings come. Like, I like the, their, their size. You, you, go, you go, go to a grocery you? store to get wings instead of going They're to, like, really do you, think good. Go, you think those are better wings than, like, places that serve wings? a pub or something. Well, yeah. but it's 11 a.m. I'm not going to get them at one of those places. Well, you can't even get them at the grocery store, so what's the fucking difference? I thought I could. And there have been different times if you go, I mean, if you have time and you're around a grocery store in the late morning, the lunch stuff will come out at different periods. You're going and- on a grocery walk. Yeah, is that is that like a the malls aren't open yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the grocery stores. Yeah, is first. it like when they like you've seen all the deals at the mall already <laughs> that you you switch to grocery stores? Uh, when the, I the, go Pat, to grocery. The, the Pat Mayo quick tip on the grocery store: don't go down the aisles. But now there are health so, food aisles. But you don't eat the health food. But that's a separate point from what you just said, which is that never go down the aisles. But there are health food aisles now. Yeah, but you don't. Like if you, I want to buy some you don't, you don't need to go to the health food aisle. You just. Buy raw vegetables and cook those. No, but Buy like raw meat looking... and cook those. Yeah, if you want to be fucking lazy about it, you can go down no, like, and I'm add all those drink... calories. Like, I've been trying to drink Boost recently or Ensure. Why? Why are you trying to drink... It... Sure, just drink water. Well, no, it's a is good Is that too much? Push. Water is always the best option. Yeah, you just drink water. Well, it's a meal replacement. Just eat a healthy what, meal. What meal are you replacing? It depends. Sometimes breakfast, sometimes lunch, but I usually try to have one during the during that one of those times. Okay, step one to being healthier: cut that shit out. Boom. It's really good for you. Dietitians online, I was reading, said it was good. Dietitians on the Google. online. Doctor yeah, Boost, Google, like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Boost recommends five boosts a day. <laughs> Well, but like you always tell me, go on Google and look things up. So I did. No, I told I, you to go on to Google to look things up to see what the caloric intake and how much of those calories were actually coming from fat was. And it recommended that it's okay, that it's good. Some people benefit well from these daily meal supplement drinks. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try that. Those sound like famished people. 
Like, if you weren't eating, you have the meal replacement to give you some energy for the day. Not, hey, I'm just going to add a meal by having a boost. No, but like instead of lunch, I'll have a boost. Or instead of breakfast, I'll have a boost. I thought that was the point. And see, that sounds like a terrible idea. Just, just make yourself breakfast. Or just don't eat breakfast. Well, no, I gotta eat. Yeah, one should eat breakfast. I'd rather skip lunch than skip breakfast. Oh, no, because then, the, the, see, the whole thing is that if you don't eat breakfast, and like, let's say you last ate a meal like 9 o'clock at night, your body starts to burn the fat instead of the carbohydrates that are in your system. So, I mean, realistically, if you don't eat breakfast or lunch, it depends on what time you can get to the gym every day. But if you can work out on the empty stomach, and that's when you're doing your cardio days, the, the cardio will be that. far more effective in actually burning fat. Because other than that, you're just burning energy until you burn all the energy, then it starts to burn the fat. If you diet this way, then work out that way to lose weight, and boom, you're going to lose more weight. Yeah, I mean, this is what they must have taught you at kinesiology school, right? Do you disagree with me? I actually don't know one way or the other. I suspect that most dietitians do recommend you eat breakfast. Pretty much none recommend skipping it. So I think that would be provocative to say you shouldn't eat breakfast. I'll say that. I'm saying for my specific diet, with the way that I work out, that's the way that I do it. And that would be unorthodox. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's quite unorthodox. I know a lot of people jumping on the intermittent fasted diet. Yeah, well, I know people who are going like in the last week. I mean, I know people are doing like real fast diets where they don't eat for four or five days. No, that's just the Arabs, you know, on Ramadan. No, no, there are people. No, I do know people. Well, no, no, they 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 just fast during daylight. They, they eat. <laughs> that is, that is also true. It's a joke. <laughs> don't need your geopolitical thoughts on the issue, Tim. Just uh, just laugh it off. Move on. I wasn't giving geopolitical thoughts. All right. So, what made your overrated list? Okay, the overrated list was Cinnabon first. Their cinnamon buns are not that good. I feel like Cinnabon yeah. is properly rated that people just yeah, don't really I feel like, like it. No one really. That's... No, no, but see, it's in every mall you go to. So people yeah, they're, they're in fucking mall yeah, food. They're in malls and they're in train stations. That's it. So there must be a, a coterie of people who do like them. I just don't. And even if the taste is okay, like after four or five bites, you're kind of done and you have a ton left. So yeah, Cinnabon makes that list. They serve one thing and it's inherently too sweet. And it's just, it's a fringe item that people just don't yeah. like to begin with. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, if it's rated people at all, like yeah, it's overrated. Like, so uh, I, uh, I, I wouldn't, but it sounds like a once a year thing. Yeah, see, I'm more yeah. of a, I'll take the Pillsbury ones in the can that you buy at this grocery store and bake in your own oven over those. And you're worried about boost in your diet. If you were, if one were to have a cinnamon bun, I'm just telling you how. Well, I I'm just, you, you seem to have such strong takes on cinnamon buns to begin with that it seems like oh, you're eating I mean, them sure. a lot. Part of the mystique of uh, this, this of the corner is that I have takes on things. Yeah, but then why do you? But you're admitting that you're eating these cinnamon buns and your takes on other things. You just don't even associate with it. Like, where does In and Out fall on your overrated list? It's uh, at the top. And, and how many times have you ever eaten it in an Out Burger in your life? I have said this in public before. I haven't. So I don't understand how that could correlate. Because I that doesn't make any sense. You're fake news. That, that this is like the sushi discussion we had. There is a peacock aspect to people who like to say, oh, I'm going to be like one of the plebs. You, you, but but you don't know that. that. You don't. It could be, you could uh, honestly of, take of a bite. The, of the three the of us, of ever. the three of us, who's eating it in and out? Me and Paul. Excellent. Excellent. I've heard that. If you, to, if you went to Instagram, you would find more in and out burgers being taken photos on Instagram because, than all of their fast food combined. Because that, it so, is, so what does that matter though? It's an event because you can only get it in certain places. 
So that warrants being like, hey, I finally get to try in and out Bird. First thing like, Feinberg does when he goes to San Diego, gets him in and out. Yeah, it's... And look, I have, it. I have no problem with that. Like, I'm not going to take a picture of my fucking McDonald's. Because I'm not going to take a picture of my in and out either. Everyone's that's that's seen not it. me. I'm just, but I'm just saying. No, between I, I, the two, I'd be far more likely to take the take the picture of. It's like seeing something rare. That's all it is. Yeah, it's like going to SeaWorld. There you go. It's overrated. Where you get the delicious whale burgers. <laughs> but, you don't, but you don't know if it's overrated or and not. And the so. toppings to burger ratio is way off. How do you know? You, you've never actually had it. You've only ever seen pictures of it. Well, yeah, but again, that's so like you saying, don't know. Just admit you don't know. Say, my name is Tim Andercast. I'm triggered, and I'm an idiot. Say it. Like saying, oh, Say I've never been, to the, never been to the Louvre, but uh, if you haven't, that means you have no opinion on the Mona Lisa because you haven't seen it with your own eyes. But that's you have seen it with your own eyes. It's a fucking picture. <laughs> it's a picture. You can't <laughs> no, taste you actually, a picture. I actually haven't seen it personally. That's the same thing. Oh, you can't have it. That is not the same thing. If you're judging a piece of art, which can be recreated, and you can see because it is a visual thing they say. It's not like they let you walk up to the little and tiny Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, give it a lick. Oh, they use the right type of acrylics with this. No, that doesn't make any sense. Just saying that. There's You're just something... saying, I don't have a response for this, so I'm going to make up something that totally doesn't relate. There's something tyrannical about saying that experience is the only modicum that can ever matter. For food, way. it is. Yeah, it has a taste to it. Look, I'll say this as someone, and, and Pat, I'm sure, got to see a bunch of cool things on your honeymoon this year. Oh, like, yeah. You know, I, I got to go to Italy and see so many amazing things. And, you know, half the time you get there and you're like, okay, it looks like the picture yeah. that I saw of it. Because that's really all it is. That's, you know, but food is food. You have to taste it. I don't necessarily think that's true, and I think we all also. What, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't think that's true? Do you not taste? Is it because you can't taste things? Is that what we're boiling back to here? I think there are a lot of foods that a lot of people do not eat because they do not like the look or smell of, not because they don't like the taste. That's of. fair, but this they, is they a burger. It's a hamburger. It in no way differs from. Yes, and, and, and if someone said they wouldn't eat Brussels sprouts because they don't like the look of Brussels sprouts, you probably wouldn't take their advice on food very seriously, would you? Yeah. Well, but that person is not the People's Tribune, as I am. Okay, that'll do it. That's enough. Oh, okay. Get, all right, well, well, let's postpone the... T no, we're not even postponing it. If this is going to be if this is gonna be how ludicrous your takes are, you've, you've jumped the shark on... It's about TV. You've become a character, caricature of yourself. But to be fair, the shark still exists because he would never cut off its fin to make horrible, horrible soup. Well, he would because he's very anti-animal. No, I'm not anti-animal. I just think that stuff is kind of... I actually do think sharp fin soup is cruel, but... Uh, Okay, well, that actually, there is one thing that I wanted to talk about. Here we there. go. That's actually a great segue. Yes. So there is a restaurant in locally around us. It's called Antler, and they serve big game food. And one of the things that they do is that the big game is, it's done in a way that's like, okay. Like, oh, yeah, I've had like big game out west, and it's actually pretty decent. No, yeah. no, but like the, the it's like, well, being, despite being killed, the way that they, Kill the animals, the big game animals, ethical? and the way out. It's it's ethically whatever. Yeah, I mean, okay. there's something with the, like the frog. I can't even say it. The foie gras, which yeah, apparently well, is a. Well, people get very up in arms yeah. about foie gras. I am not. I'm Ooh. having I'm having some delicious foie tonight. I get foie wherever I go because it's fucking tasty. It's the I, best. I, I just wouldn't want to eat the sort of foie gras like they stuff 
down the goose's throat or whatever. Yeah, those are the best. That's the best kind that, of foie gras, too. That, that that to me is kind of cruel. I'm not saying that like you shouldn't have it. I'm just saying I would find it cruel and I wouldn't want it. Why? Because I think that's cruel. Who cares? It's fucking, well, I, it's I a care. fucking animal. You don't. Like you, but you but you don't care. I do care. You, I no, like you animals. don't. You don't care. No, I do. I like animals. I'm sympathetic to them. Now, is as the long as the animals. Because those guys are fuckers. Oh, yeah, you'll wear, you'll wear their jacket, but you won't eat their livers. Well, I, it's, I, I would eat their liver if it wasn't like like they weren't force-fed mechanically. Like, but, but those me, are the best kind of flaw, Tim. I don't, you force I don't it all even, in so it gets real big. Either way. I, I don't even doubt that, but it seems to me the inethicality of it outweighs the flavor of it. It's one of these things you have to balance the different yeah, values. The thing that you balance is the flavor that you're buying. It's delicious. We'll move on from that because the foie gras at this place is not done like that. Yeah. Uh, everything is like the ethical treatment of animals at this big game place called Antler. So all of a sudden, mm -hmm. protesters show up on the front door. Um, and it becomes like a story that they're... Like, it's not a chain. It's not anything. No, it's, it's one a, restaurant. It's a local restaurant. And, and, and Tim, to be, and just so you're aware, they weren't protesting that it was a single-owned restaurant and not a chain restaurant. <laughs> no, I'm sure they are not. I think <laughs> I can see where this is going. Okay, cool. So the, the, the protesters were all up in arms because it was a vegan protest that not only were they serving animals, they were serving, like, big game stuff. Like, and they didn't like, have vegan options. Yeah, there's... And... Yeah, there was no vegan options on the menu, I, although I don't know why a vegan... At a game, at a game restaurant. Yeah, at a game yeah. restaurant, I don't know what you're going to do with your... Yeah. I think there is something vegan on the menu, too, though. They they ended up putting a special... That was their victory, was like, there had never been a vegan special but, on this board, but, but, but they, now there is. But this really broke down. One, if I had shown up and there was fucking protesters outside, I would have just stood outside of the door and lit up my cigarette and just started blowing smoke in people's faces. First thing I would have done. And yeah. just been very pissed off the entire time. But the guy that owns the place... Great move. Went to the front of the big window in the front, uh, bought a, brought a butcher's table over, and while the protest was going on, started carcass. chopping up some deer carcass. Yep. And it was the best move I've ever seen. And now, and their business has got since this has happened, you can't get a booking there for two months. Sold out That's across fantastic. the board. I'm very can't happy get for a that, seat. Man. And they went Good back and started to protest more. And all it did was bring more attention. But if you're these stupid protesters, first of all, who has time to protest at 11 o'clock in the morning? Like, get a fucking wife. Get a job. Quit collecting yeah. unemployment. Quit collecting unemployment that my taxes are paying. And oh, no. They're not unemployed. They're living off grants. You can be sure of that. Either way, get a fucking job. Next. Also, don't be a vegan. Like, figure it out. Well, I think this actually dovetails very nicely with your discussion earlier about the New York Times article. It's but, it got to do with the politicization of food. But but the thing is, I don't understand what their end game is. Are they like? The do you know? Do you know how that reads to me? Protesters protesting this place. Protesters try to put local man out, out of, of business. business. Yeah, that's what this is. Like, I would get it if they went to KFC and be like, "You jam too many chickens into the thing." Yeah. That at least logically makes some sense to me. Yeah, this makes no sense to me. KFC, right? They know they can't shut down. Yeah, but, all, but all they ended up doing was making this guy rich. Yeah, and they, and they brought they, free publicity to it and villainized because themselves. They're yeah. Yeah, and, they, and they made themselves seem really stupid. Because again, at the very because least, they are. when you go after KFC, you are David. You want to be David in the public perception. You don't want to be Goliath. You don't want to be no, the no. terrible person who's, you know, you don't want to be Walmart putting small small businesses out of business. So yeah, was, I mean, ultimately, you can boil it down to their argument being. I don't watch, I don't eat meat and you shouldn't either. And I'm going to use whatever means I can to feel that way. The same with that New York Times article or New Yorker, sorry, article Bo boils down to 
I'm not a Christian. You shouldn't be either. That's essentially the argument these people are making. They're trying to politicize food because, A, that's how rich and, and soft our society is. We don't have real problems to fight amongst you know, each you other. You know what is more rich and soft than our society? <laughs> foie gras. Delicious, delicious, force-fed foie gras. But, like, even though I think the force-fed foie gras is unethical, I wouldn't prevent you from eating it, and I wouldn't, like, lecture you about it. Just, hey, that's not for me. You do you, I do me. But I can be very libertarian on some things. And this is one of them. Like I, just cause it's not for me, doesn't mean I, you shouldn't be allowed to have it, but there is a danger and there's something caustic in our society where every single choice you make is becoming politicized. The types of books you read, the magazines you subscribe to the television shows you watch now the foods you eat, the clothes you wear. Now, but, that's a, but 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 it's people like but it's people like you who politicize everything that have made this come to fruition. It's not me who's yeah. doing it. I don't care what anyone does. I don't think it's like, just don't bother me. Really Tim has though. real takes on like, oh, you Tim, you're the first person to be like, oh, you read that lefty rag? That's you. That that word's coming out of your mouth. Well, if it's a political rag, then it's okay to be political. I'm talking about like Sports Illustrated or like. Yeah. But it could be, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. Like, let's say if it's, I don't know, The Atlantic. Oh, left wing rag. Can't well, read after that. what can't, The Atlantic can't, did. Can't, can't read that. But again, trash. they. they, they I'm not talking like, about what they did two weeks ago. I mean, this is what you've been saying for the past 10 years. But they at least are yeah. more This is the first thing that occurs to you when anything happens is how is this politicized? That's the first thing that enters your brain. So he's it seems very hypocritical. You're calling professor. people. What's that? Well, I he's a poli-sci professor. Before he was a poli-sci professor, this is how we thought. That's true. So I will plead guilty that I have not, in the in the past anyway, uh, been helpful when it comes to the depoliticization. Of it. I, 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 I'd be the first to cop to it. And it's sort of the last six to eight months as uh, I've been thinking more about, about the subject is the more I think I appreciate just how poisonous it is that everything, and I mean everything, has become politicized now. And I, I don't think that's conducive to a healthy society. And I don't think that in allows for the sort of public spiritedness that we need to sort of live, live peacefully. Because it's one thing to have your own political views. It's another to disagree with someone's political views. It's a third to say that person is evil and I want to take away their livelihood. And that's what those protesters outside of Antler are doing. It's not that, hey, I don't believe in eating animals. It's that that person, all they know is that, that that eating animals is wrong, and therefore anyone purveying the eating of animals is an evil person too, and must be shut down and no platformed at any cost. I mean, this is, it's a small example, but it's a microcosmic expression for what's going on in society, and it's condemnable. And if we continue down this path, I can't imagine what life is going to be like 25 years from now. I just think that the politicization of every aspect of our life is making us miserable, making us unpleasant, and is only going to make us worse. Well, I, even to piggyback on that, I think a lot of even what he's saying, when you don't have proper political discourse from either side, that people just get mad at each other, is that, well, the three of us are friends. We give each other a hard time for the purposes of the show. I like to yell at Tim. Yeah. But this is how people on the other sides of the aisle, the way that I yelled at Tim earlier, yeah, truly is true. how, like... That's how their arguments go. Yeah. Like, and, and, they mean that, it, and, they and that's mean crazy. It. And they're not doing they it for entertainment purposes. Yes. No, they mean it in their bones. Yeah. Well, I think the thing too, like it's, it's a larger issue, but even the fact, if we go back to the fact that we've been discussing for the most part, 
an article that appeared on MSN.com, <laughs> which I didn't still think produced content. Hey, you can, just... find, you can find some Pat Mayo DraftKings shorts up on the old MSN video player. Go. But there's such... I mean, I thought... I thought MSN was gone. That's why you guys don't talk to me on Messenger anymore, right? That's what everyone's told <laughs> it, me. It, it was the last guy I logged in. I I'm was, still I on ICQ, yeah. so here's where um, I'm at. Or Miranda, where but, you can see who was reading your OA status. Oh, that's Re- Real tricky. Um, it was the original Facebook hack. But I think that there's just so many avenues for expression now, and we talk about this a lot in terms of media, but like for so much of journalism at this point is just you have to have a take on something that now everything is fair game for takes because we need content. Well, no, we need content, but it also boiled down to that anyone can be a journalist. Like someone, someone called me, like, uh, I think I was out with my wife and like, well, we met some friends that she had, I had never met before. Mm. And like, and someone had introduced me. It's like, oh, Pat's a journalist. I'm I'm not a journalist. journalist. No, I am not a journalist. And I have zero integrity. I say crazy things. That's what I do. Yeah. I produce video. I'm I'm an opinionist of sports or humorous takes. But when anyone has a Twitter account or anyone has the ability to put up a blog before when you were paying for things like the failing New York Times or one of these magazines, whether it be Time Magazine, the National Review, mm-hmm. it didn't matter what it was, the people that were getting paid to be journalists for there, right. it came along with a certain integrity to it that right. you felt like yeah. they were doing And there were levels of vetting for, for to, get those, yes. to get those jobs and it went through two editors. But now that I can start up a blog and talk about the same things that they're talking about, but I can do more of it and it's free and I don't even have to do research. Yeah. I can just say stuff and people will believe it. We, those people just wiped everyone else out. So yeah. now the people who were really good journalists to begin with now have to get people to read their stuff or they're going to be broke for yeah. one thing. And they're not going to have any money, so they now have to feel the way to conform to that. They now have to do less research things. They need to have hotter takes to make sure that people click on it. And you end up with just craziness. And you end up with with fake news that people believe. Yeah. And sometimes the opposite happens in that these columnists will not take provocative positions that they would have taken 20 years ago. Because the fear of being Twitter mobbed and the fear of being, like, socially destroyed. And fired. Opinion. That will just can destroy a person's life now because oh uh, you know that person had a position on some social issue I don't agree with well oh I found out FedEx sponsors them you better not use FedEx anymore because, I mean there's something I think gross about that that FedEx is just a company the idea is oh if I'm you know if I'm not if you're patronizing FedEx you're giving money to either this pro or anti-abortion person who's taking a stand like that is corrosive that is not helpful yeah uh, you know we want people that have interesting provocative takes that are thought through and edited and there's a chilling effect yeah uh, based on the site you know what another person is probably not going to open an antler like store in toronto for quite a while because while this guy is able to handle the blowback maybe he's the perfect sort of person to deal with it for every one of him there's 30 other interesting entrepreneurs who are scared witless by that sort of uh, Twitter mob, or sort of that that actual mob and won't do it all right that'll do it on cuss corner 12 Thank you for watching. I would like to thank Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That is not my name. For being on the line. Sorry we yelled at you so much. Now, I think, we, okay. I, I think we can retire chain food conversation from the show I, I forever. I think that's probably for the best. I'm perfectly comfortable. I have a lot of things I want to talk about, like TV ratings and stuff that we didn't even get a chance to touch, so... There's like lots of other topics. Are you rating to television shows or television ratings no, themselves? No, the fact that TV shows are getting 30 shares again, and uh, people said it couldn't be done. You want to talk about Roseanne, don't you? And the Masters. We could have talked about it too. But anyway, we'll, put, we'll postpone 
television rating question to the next time. Yeah, but you also think that leaving your TV on a channel affects TV I no ratings. I no longer think that. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Tim, Mr. Neil, Tim Nielsen cast. <laughs> I should be a Nielsen fan. All right, that'll do it. Gary and Thorne, follow him on Twitter, Gary and Thorne. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no worries. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, hee <laughs> hee.